0: One no look at the last one yes yeah, today's all right so so we're, we're picking up from Daf mem aleph just to review what we said the gemara was under the impression the gemara is going under the assumption that reviosi holds that even after you mafker it you're still able to retract because there's still some level of ownership it just means that you're giving permission for others to uh to to take it so therefore if you retract it that means that the hefker is removed and therefore if you were to have fruits and vegetables that you were made hefker and then you remove the hefker, according to Rav Yaisi, they should be obligated in Maeser if someone acquires them because it's not acquiring from hefker because you're able to retract hefker. The problem was there's a Braisa. The Braisa says that if your mafker, your vineyard, and the next morning you pick it, and the Gemara assumes that by picking it, that's a retraction of the hefker, and the the Braise says so. According to Rav Yossi, you should be able to retract hefker, which means if you retract hefker, it should be of in Meiser, But the problem says the brayser says it's potter from Meiser. So how do you reconcile that? So yesterday's gemara we said this brayser was not offered by the rabbanon, meaning it's takam achlekes. But now the gemara says no. The answer is now we're changing our viewpoint. To this point, we've assumed that Rav Yaisi holds that when your are is something, you're still able to retract it because you're still considered the owner. But says the Gemara, that depends. Are you mafk? it depends how many people you're mafkar in front of. If you're mafkir in front of one or two people, then you catak or retract it. If you're mafkar in front of three people, you can't retract it anymore. The reason would be it's hard to understand exactly why, but the reason the Ran says, the reason is because when you when you're in front of one or two people, at least it per- it's perceived. As In front of these people, I'll be mafkret. So I, I still, I, I want to hold down to a little bit of my ability to be the owner. But in front of three people, which is a Bezdin and Kola islay. once it's three, is already a crowd, then that's it. You're basically giving it up to anybody. And then even Rav would agree that it's considered a hefkret that you cannot retract. That's what Gamara says. So therefore, to answer the question, the question was, our bright, our, we said that according to Rav you could retract mafkret, uh, fruit, and it will be Chaivanmecer. This Bryce says that if you retract it it's potter from Meissers. So the answer is it depends how many people you're mafka in front of. If you're Mafka in front of one or two people, you're able to retract it in front of three people, you can't retract it. And that'll explain. So the the, the, the way the Ran describes it is um, the, the In front of one or two people, there's no uh, there's no uh, uh, word, no one's going to spread the word. We assume that you're only ma'af in front of them, to those people, meaning it's more of a gift. You weren't actually ma'af, you were saying in front of these two people, you guys can take it. As opposed to saying anybody can take it. When you're ma'af in front of three, that's your, that's you basically saying the whole world. And once you say in front of three, then even Rav Yasi agrees It's out of your hands, you can't retract it. Meaning, the ability to retract it is stemming from the fact that the hefker was not 100%. In front of one or two people, you could argue it wasn't 100%. You like those two people, so you're saying those two people can take it. But anybody off the street, maybe not. In front of three people, so then it has the status of more of a gift in halacha. Meaning, it's still hefker, but it's hefker you could retract. It's a very interesting thing. In front of three people, that's it. Where do we see a distinction between being Mafkar in front of one or two people or three people. Says that if you're in front of three, it's a hefkar. In front of two, it's not a hefkar. Now, by the way, the Rush points out, while the lashon implies that less than three people, it's not hefker. That's not what he means. It's hefker, but it could be retracted. In front of three people, it cannot be retracted. So when it says in front of three, it's hefker. in front of two, it's not hefker. It doesn't mean it's not hefker. It means in front of three. It's unretractable. In front of two, it's hefker, but it's you could uh, you could uh, you could take it back. Now that's because Rav Yochanan follows the opinion of Rav Yosi that there's a distinction that there's hefker and then there's hefker that's retractable. So in front of three, it's hefker that's not retractable. In front of two, it's hefker but retractable. Rav Yosheu Ben and Levi disagrees. He follows uh, the way the to explain it. Yosheu Ben Levi follows the Rabbanon. There's no such thing as retracting or not. It's either. Yes or no, it's binary. Hefker or not hefker. So Roshul Ben Levi says the following, Dvar on a biblical level, Afilo hefker. on a biblical level, if you're mafker in front of one, it's hefker. Meaning, there's no retracting or not retracting. It is, yes or not. Hefker is hefker, even in front of one person. But, says Rabbi Shuman Levi, Umatam am Rabbi, Rabbi Shuman Levi says, even I acknowledge that while biblically you can make it in front of Hefker, in front of one person, but you're supposed to do it in front of three, rabbinically. Meaning, according to Rabbi Yossi and according to Rabbi Shem Ben Yotzadok, there's two le- levels to Hefker. There's Hefker that's retractable, Hefker that's unequivocal and not retractable. So he says, in front of three is absolute Hefker, in front of two, non-absolute, fine. Rabbi Yishuv and Levi follows the Rabbanon, that there is no levels. It's either yes or no. So he says, in front of one person, yes, it's hafker. But says Rabbi Yishuv Levi, even I acknowledge that rabbinically you're supposed to be Mafker in front of three. Why? He says, Very simple. If you're Mafker in front of two people, right, one person, that guy grabs it, and he's, he took it from Hefkar. Perfectly fair. Two days later, you take him to court because he stole from you. Everyone knows that it was your uh, your bike. And he says, no, I got it from Hefker. Like, he's like, I don't I, don't, I was never from Hefker. If you do it in front of three, then one person can take it and two people can testify. So it says your Yeshu Levi. Biblically, it's Hefker even in front of one person. There's no levels. But, rabbinically, you should do it in front of three to avoid uh, any geneva claims. Okay? Hajon ein bein ha So let's go to the next page. What we're going to do is, I'm going to, I'll run through the Mishnah. We'll just do the whole Mishnah. Uh, uh, By the way, this very long run is going into the Machlechus of Brera. That's why it's not really, I'm saying, uh, let me explain. The Mishnah is dealing with the following scenario. The Mishnah is dealing with where you have a small, they used to, as you remember from Erevin, each house would open up into a chotzer. So you'd have two people's, let's say the average was two people's houses opened up into one chotzer, and that chotzer opened up to the street. Which means, to get from the street to your house, you had to walk through the chotzer. Now here's the deal. Let's say you have two neighbors. You have Reuven and Shemin. Both are living, they're the two houses in this little complex. They share a chotzer. They both aser each other. They both say, Reuven says, you can't benefit from me, and Shimon says, you can't benefit from me. They've had a neighboring school, a, 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 a fight, and, and they answer each other. The question is, can they enter the Chatzar? So now, l- let me explain one thing. The Gemara is going to point out, if the Chatzar is big enough that each one could have their own Dalai then halachically, you can't enter the chatzar. You have to mark it off. You have to mark off your territory. And you walk into your area, you walk into your area. You're required to do that. We're talking about a chatzar that's too small. It's less than four amas uh, that can be divided. So basically, you have this tiny chatzar. I can't divide it because it's not enough space to divide it. Each person has access to the chatzar, which means they're both ownership. They both... This is the interesting part. They're both... Partners in this Chatzar, right. they both have rights to walk through it. So says the Mishnah, Asur and So well, if they're both partners. Then they both can't walk in. Why? Reuven can't walk in because he's walking through Shimon's Chatzur and he's not allowed to benefit from Shimon. And Shimon can't walk in because he's benefiting from Reuven's Chatzur. So far, so good. They, they, both made, them, they both made an error together. Correct. It's not I made an right. error, you didn't make both. No, they them both them. asked it each other. Where it says, Yaakov <laughs> says they could actually walk through Why? Because this is the concept of Brera. Brera means that we could retroactively look at it as. You see, each one, it's weird, they're not a partnership in the classic sense because a partnership implies it's 50-50, I own half, you own half. That's not true. Each one has 100% of the rights right. to his house. So when I walk through it, I own it. Uh, when you walk, through, when you you walk, walk through, through, you're walking through your area. When I walk through, I am walking right. my, through my area. The problem is, how do I figure that out? You can only figure that out after the fact. After the fact, I walk through my area. But it's, 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 it's not quantifiable. You can't delineate it because it's too small. So it says, but if you believe in Brera, Brera means that we could retroactively look at it. It's so that when you walk through, you're walking through your area. And retroactively looking through, you're walking through your area. It's not something, it's like you have with, with, um, with Chala, right? The, the concept of Brera came up. This, this is a long round. The concept of Brera comes up in Chala. Let's say you forgot to, in Chutzlar, it's not Eretz Yisrael, Chala is Darabon, you forgot to separate Chala, and it's Friday night. So, you shouldn't be allowed to take a bite out of it. You can't separate on Shabbos because we don't separate Challah on Shabbos. You shouldn't be allowed to take a bite out of the Challah. Why? Because each bite has a little bit of Challah in it. You know, it eat is a non kayin But so what, do, what do we say? If you believe in Braira, you could eat the majority of the Challah, then after Shabbos, separate a little, and retroactively we look at it as the Challah that you ate was yours, the Challah was separated was that. That's a retroactive designation. So if you believe in Brera, says of and Yaakov, you should be able to walk through because then retroactively I walk through my area alone, you walk through your area alone. That's Ravelzbanyakov Sheeta. The abundant don't believe in Brera. Therefore, they believe that it's a partnership. There's no way to Retroactively designate what my walk through. I walk through our communal area, in which case it's Aser. So the machloikis between Yahakim and, and the Rabbanon is whether we say Brera. If you say Brera, you should be able to walk through, because then retroactively, I'm not walking through your area, I'm walking through my area. And but you if you don't, don't believe in Brera, before. correct. Yeah. Every single time I'm redesignated that I walk through my area. And every single time you walk through your area. So if you believe in Brera, then you'd be allowed to walk through. Let's just finish the Mishnah. I know it's a little long, we'll just run through the Mishnah. Now, Now, even if you believe, according to Rezben Yaakov, that you can walk through the Chatzar, you are not allowed to leave things in the Chatzar. I mean, the halacha was that each person has access to walk through. You don't have rights to put a picnic table, to put an oven, to put anything in the the Chatzar. Practically, they would do it because they didn't mind. They were meichel for each other. But you're not allowed to in this case because they both assert each other, which means Reuven could only leave patio furniture with the consent of Shimon, which means if he continues to do so or he does that, that means he's benefiting from Shimon's consent and vice versa. Meaning even a Roosevelt and Yaakov who believes that they're walking through their own area, that's because they have access to walk through. They do not have rights to place furniture there. If they do that, that's because all the neighbors are consenting, which means you're benefiting from their consent, so that's not allowed. Okay, now that was a case... The Machlekes of and Yaakov the Rabbanan of Brera was talking about a scenario where Reuven asked Shimon, Shimon asked Reuven. What if only one asked? What if Reuven asked Shimon? That's it. Shimon didn't never said anything back to Reuven, so Shimon can't benefit from Reuven, but Reuven can benefit from Shimon. So it's the same halacha. It's just instead of both not allowed to walk through according to the Rabbanan, one can't walk through. And rolls Yaakov will be cool with both. So it says the Gemara the Rabbanon who so don't believe in Braira say, in this scenario, the one who was usher cannot walk through. Rolls-Benz Yaakov again says the same thing, I believe in Brera. in which case both can walk through, and even Shimon, is now allowed to benefit from Reuben, when he walks through, he walked through his own area. Oh, now it says the Mishnah, Now I'll tell you the way the Mefarshim, the way the Yamtiv explains this, what this means is, Let's say instead of Reuven aser Shimon, what if Ruven aser himself? Ruven, I don't know why, he said, I swear I'm not walking through, I'm not walking through this Chatz. I'm not walking through my own Chatzar. Now here's the thing, according to Yaakov, he could still walk through because of Brera. Meaning Reuven said, I swear I'm not walking through your area. Not that Shimon said you can't walk through my area. Ruven said, I'm not walking through your area. I'm not, I'm not benefiting. I don't, I don't need your Chatzar. Exactly, I don't need your Chatzar. I'm cut myself off. So Reuven Yaakov would still say it's fine to walk through because of Brerah. The only concern would be leaving the patio furniture. Now, the problem is, that's a legitimate concern, because you see people, you see the neighbors walking through, you see the neighbors using the area all the time. At some point, you might forget, and you might come to use the area. If Reuven asked Shimon, that's not fair to make Shimon sell his rights to the Chatzar, because then, then every neighbor, if you just want to get rid of your neighbor, you make a nether, force him to sell his rights, and he'll, he'll move. But if he made his own nether, meaning, if Reuven said to Shimon, I'm not benefiting from you, then we actually will make Ruven sell his rights to the Chutzer. Because it's not a long-term solution. Meaning, this sheet of Robbinsaka that you can walk through is not a long-term solution. Because long-term mistakes are going to happen. You're going to start using the chutzer, you're going to bring in patio furniture. Something's going to happen. You're going to You can it's not a tenable situation long term. Now, if Ruven did it to Shimon, it's an ones. What am I going to do? But if Ruven did it to himself, then the halacha is we make you sell it. Because if, if you, you can't make him sell it if the other guy did it to me, meaning if, if, if my neighbor said I can't walk through his chatzar, you're not going to make me sell it. Oh, what? You might leave the furniture. Yeah, okay, but then every single neighbor is just going to make a nether and mess over his neighbor. But if you did it to yourself, we're going to make you sell it. We're going to make you sell the rights to the chatzar or mimat mater nether because this is not a long-term solution. Okay, let's just finish up. Now, the third machloikes. Is we've had Reuven answering Shimon, Shimon answering Reuven. We've had only one of the neighbors answering each other, and now we have the third situation, which is, what if Ruven and Shimon are neighbors, and Ruven answers Levi from the street, he answers someone outside of the chutz. So the halacha is, I'm sorry, so Reuven says to Levi, you can't walk through my field. So, you can't walk through the field. Ravos Ben says you could. Ravos Ben says you could walk through the field because, again, he's not allowed to benefit from Reuven. but he's a lot of benefit from Shimon. So, he's going to say, I'm walking through Shimon's area, I'm not walking through Reuven's area. Okay? One more, uh, two more halachas. Here's the case. You have, Ruven says to Shimon, You can't benefit from me. So, Shimon cannot benefit from Reuven. Now, Reuven has a bathhouse. A public bathhouse that people would pay to go in. So obviously he can't use it. But here's the deal. It's not Reuven's anymore. Reuven rented it out to a tenant who now runs it. He rented it out to Levi. So Shimon can't benefit from Reuven, but he's completely allowed to benefit from from Levi. Can Shimon use the bathhouse and pay money considering it's completely managed and it's completely run and the proceeds go to Levi? is just paying uh, the landlord. Ruben's the landlord. So the halacha is... Im Yad If Reuben the landlord still has an area of the area of the, area of the bathhouse that still lives, meaning let's say ninety percent of the bathhouse he rented out, but there's ten percent that he is still one hundred percent the owner of, then Reuben can't walk in because, and then Levi can't walk in because he's I don't know whoever the names are. Then the person who can't benefit from the landlord can't walk in because he's directly benefiting. I ninety percent is run by Levi. It doesn't matter. There's still ten percent that's still one hundred percent Reuben's, but. Let's say it's Mamish, he's just the landlord, but, but the tenant runs it, legamri, then Shimon could walk in because he's not benefiting from Reuben, he's benefiting from Levi. One more halacha, if someone says to his friend, This is the last halacha, we've had this before, if someone says to his friend, I swear I won't go into your field. So what's the halacha? You're assuring the guy's field, but only because you said your field, you're only assuring it when he's the owner. Mace, if that guy dies, or he sells it, then you could benefit from the field because you clearly stated it's only a problem when it's your field, not after it leaves ownership. But if you say, I swear I won't benefit from this field, not your field, and you point to the field, this field, then you're assuring the field regardless of who the owner is, then if you if you sell it or you give it to someone else the field remains us because your intention is to assert the field regardless of who the owner is Morning. Morning. Stop.